everyone and welcome back to another episode. It's been a couple weeks. I didn't post last week and instead I posted a link on my page to a podcast I had done with Ryan Mellick. She's a friend and a colleague and she has a podcast called What Brought You Here Today and I was on there talking about Create Light and my work as a therapist and also we discussed suicide prevention awareness as it is suicide prevention awareness month. So if you haven't listened to that, it is on her Instagram page, ryan.melick. And if you have any questions or can't find it, please reach out to me. But yeah, I had a super fun time being on the receiving end of a podcast. She's been on mine before talking about her work with kids and families. And it was just an honor to be on her podcast, honestly. And she's someone I really respect. And she is just amazing. We are doing a lot of work together in the community right now. We're getting ready to do a kids yoga workshop together and we also collaborate a lot on our work with kids families our work with both of our podcasts and yeah so it was really fun I really recommend checking that out yeah I obviously didn't post last week and part of that was I was on Ryan's podcast episode I wanted you guys to all go listen to that and also it's been busy I'm getting ready for an event for create light And if you guys are around the Bismarck, North Dakota area, you should come check it out. It is for Capitol Gallery in Bismarck, North Dakota. And it's a fundraising event that we are doing for suicide prevention. And so I'll be selling clothing there. 100% of all the proceeds sold from that clothing is going to be donated directly to United Way for suicide prevention outreach. And it's going to be a really fun event. It is next Thursday, October 5th, and it starts at 5 p.m., I believe. So again, if you're around, if you want to come check it out, come see the clothing, come see the art, please reach out to me and I'll send you the link to come check that out. These past few weeks have been super busy and I feel like seasonal depression might be hitting me a little bit, or maybe it's just fatigue from work. But anyway, I wanted to share something. It is basically the concept of glimmers and a lot of us know what triggers are. It's stuff that happens throughout our day that cause us to be upset or to trigger feelings to come up. And glimmers is kind of the opposite. And I find it interesting we never really talk about glimmers in our society. And maybe that's because a lot of us are really used to focusing on the negatives. But glimmers are the opposite. It's these small moments throughout the day that bring us hope or happiness. And I've been focusing on that a lot lately, just with feeling drained and burnt out and just tired. It's also been really gloomy the past couple of weeks in Minneapolis. So it's just those small moments throughout the day that kind of bring you that happiness or that joy. And it's not always searching for those small moments. They kind of just come up. But instead of letting them pass by and being like, oh, that was really fun, like really acknowledging how impactful those small moments of joy are throughout your day. Because I think for triggers, they happen and then they can really impact the rest of our day. Whereas glimmers, sometimes I feel like, oh, a good thing happens and then a bad thing happens and then we're kind of just stuck on the bad thing that happened. So I've been really trying my best to be mindful of those glimmers throughout the day. And I think that's made the transition into fall and colder weather more impactful for me just because, yes, summer, there's a lot of things to do. You can get outside, but also fall is one of my favorite seasons. And I think just with the transition, I can often get down or want to stay inside more when it's cold and then I kind of miss my favorite season and then it's winter and then I'm kind of miserable. 
I'm hoping to keep up this looking for those little glimmers throughout every season, just because every season does have something to offer. And even if you don't think so, go out and notice. Go out and look for those things. Instead of noticing triggers, notice glimmers. And I love, I think it's such a cute word too. So, and that's something you can even, I've given clients, it's like journal prompts of noticing the things that went well throughout your day. I think people can have a tendency to end their day thinking about what they wish would have been different or wish could have gone better. And it's just being mindful of writing down or noticing the positives. And then you're going to bed thinking about the good things that happen and waking up thinking about the good things that happen and not just the the bad things. And I kind of spent this week just like noticing my emotions and noticing how I was showing up in spaces and Again, feeling really unmotivated, kind of burnt out, tired, not sure if it's fatigue, not sure if it's maybe seasonal depression coming a little early for me. But I had a super powerful session with a couple I work with this week, and they have had a hard time getting stuck in the past of things that they wish could have been better or they wish they could have done differently within their marriage or within their roles as parents. And it seemed the only thing they could focus on were the negatives, and they were getting emotional recently thinking about the past like it's not things that have really come up recently it's a lot of just falling back and bringing up the past and arguments and I had them validate one another for the efforts they have put in their relationship so far they've been together for a long time and whether they felt it was right or wrong they did the best they could or the best they knew to do at that time they have grown exponentially And I think it's a great message for couples to not only share what you need from the other person, but to also validate what they are already doing in the relationship and things that you already appreciate because, and I've done this in my own relationship, like bringing up a lot of things that, you know, that you wish your partner could do differently. And instead of also validating what they are doing well and what you really appreciate about them as a partner. And I think it can be hard to be on the receiving end of that, right? Like only hearing what you're doing wrong and not what you're doing right. And it got me thinking because we can focus a lot of like negatives in our relationships, but we also have a tendency to get lost in the relationship we have with ourselves. And what I mean by that is we focus on a lot of things that could be better about our relationships. We also have a tendency to focus on what we could be doing better personally. And, you know, you hear it all the time, you're your biggest critic. And for me, I'll just speak from my experience, I have a tendency to overthink and stay kind of rooted in the past a lot. And that's something I've worked on through years of therapy and through years of like self-reflection, but it still comes up. Things that I wish I could go back and do differently. Relationships I stayed in for too long that I feel ashamed of. And I read this quote the other day that said, even if you could go back, you wouldn't belong there anymore. I feel like that was exactly what I needed to hear at that time, because I think for many of us, myself included, we ruminate on the past and our present is often defined by past mistakes. But I think it's important to remember that you made decisions to the best of your ability at that time or in that moment. You know, I often think about why I stayed in relationships for too long. And then when I really start to like validate how I was feeling and what I was going through at that time, I really start to like align more with my decisions at that point in my life. Like, yes, is it something that I'm still ashamed of? 
yeah, and that's okay. Like it's okay to wish you could have done things differently, but you can't go back and you stayed in those relationships because it's all you knew at the time. And for me, like even if I could go back and change those things, or even if I could go back and be in those environments or try to fix them, like you wouldn't belong there anymore because you have grown so much and overcome so much. And with every year you're learning and growing from past mistakes. So when I think about, oh, I wish I could go back to that relationship and make it better, I'm not the same person that I was. And so going back into that environment is going to feel totally different. And so just because I stayed in that environment at that time, that was the person I was then. And this is the person I am now. And my relationships and my priorities and my values are completely different and they've shifted and that's a good thing. But if you're feeling weighed down by the past, I encourage you to remind yourself of this. It is impossible to live life without regretting the choices we've made in the past, but trying to avoid further regret may mean not taking chances, not taking chances on new relationships, on new opportunities, on new jobs, just in general. And I think that showed up a lot in friendships and relationships. I mean, I have spoken on here before. I was in a really unhealthy relationship for many years. And I think it's something I struggled with for many years. And sometimes it still shows up, but not as much as it used to. But I used to not trust myself because I was afraid that I couldn't be trusted with making decisions because I had stayed in those relationships for too long and I felt codependent. And I was like, what if it happens again? I don't want to regret my choices. I don't want to get fully involved. I don't want to like lean into this experience because what if it doesn't work out? But then it's that cheesy cliche saying of, well, what if it does work out too? And it does work out more often than it doesn't. And I think it's something too that for years I didn't really trust myself in like friendships either because I had been burned so many times and looking back, I was in a lot of, I I don't know if I was drawn to or attracted unhealthy relationships, maybe a little bit of both, but I didn't want to deal with that again. I wanted to keep everyone at an arm's length because if I let people in, then I'm letting people in to disappoint me or to let me down. And the more that I started to trust myself and trust my values and how I've shifted and grown, the more I realized that I'm not making those same past mistakes because I have learned from them. I am a different person. Like if I went back into those friendships, I wouldn't belong there anymore because I've completely changed as a person. And so I think that's really helped me too with like learning to trust myself more, to trust myself more in new environments and spaces and to trust that I know what I'm doing and what I want with my life. And that's happened recently with job transitions and life transitions. And I think I still revert back to what if I make a mistake? What if I F this up? What if it doesn't work out? And then it does work out. And I'm like, oh, like surprised because I'm so used to maybe being disappointed that when it does happen, it's like, oh, that validated how I was feeling. I used to be really pessimistic, but instead of saying I was a pessimist, I said I was a realist, which I think there's a way to be realistic, but also optimistic. And so that's something I've also tried to shift my mindset a little bit of, I don't want to be a pessimist. I don't want to expect everything is going to go wrong. But I think it's from years of disappointment and hurt and betrayal that I kind of fall back and revert into this pattern that I'm so used to in my life. 
I don't know. That quote was just so powerful for me because even if I could go back and fix or change those relationships or change how I showed up in those spaces, I did the best that I could at that time. And I know now that I wouldn't belong in those spaces and I would show up in a completely different, entirely new way. And don't allow the past to just keep you stuck in what makes you feel comfortable because you're scared to make a decision that you're going to regret because more often than not, if you're thinking of making a change or taking a chance, you're not entirely happy with where you're at. So, you know, what's the hurt in just making the jump? And if you don't like it, you can go back to where you're comfortable is what I've learned. I've been making a lot of jumps lately and I would say I haven't been disappointed yet. So just learn to trust yourself a little bit more, lean into that discomfort because there might be like a greater reward and a greater feeling of joy on the other side. So yeah, that's just kind of what's come up for me in the past week or two. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Next week we are, and when I say we, me, Claire, and Jules are recording our second book club episode. So that'll be out next Friday. Super excited for that. There might be some fun other stuff coming with all three of us in the future, potentially doing it more often, potentially expanding to talk about other topics, maybe even doing like Q&As where you guys send in questions and we answer them. Just so many exciting things that I'm leaning into that could have a really great reward of not only like happiness and fulfillment, but just of new and greater possibilities. So very excited for what the future is going to bring. And as always, I really just appreciate your guys' support for listening every week, for engaging in the chat boxes I post, for DMing me, for buying my clothing. Because, you know, I don't promote my clothing or talk about it as much as I used to. But every time you guys do buy a piece of clothing, 10% of all of that is donated to mental health organizations. And it's just very impactful and it brings a lot of fulfillment to my life and I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. So thank you guys so much and I hope you have a wonderful and restful or maybe eventful weekend, whatever is best for you. I've been telling my students in my yoga classes to find that healthy, happy balance of effort and ease. Finding that balance in your life is so important. So make sure you're taking time to rest, but also time to do things that fill you up and bring you joy. And I will see you next week.